And who am I? That's not a secret I'll never tell. You know you love me. XOXO. Who the f***? is Gossip Girl. This is a weekly podcast where two Gossip Girl fans, Kate and Annie, make one fool who's never seen Gossip Girl, that's me, Gav, watch the entire thing. Episode 8 is 17 Candles, which is all about Blair's 17th birthday. We criticize a widow for sharing too much on a first date, marvel at Blair's mad guitar hero skills, and Annie actually feels some nice things towards Dan for a change. What is going on? So it starts out Blair in confession, in the confession booth, which I kind of feel like is an insult to anybody who's ever done an actual confession. I've never done it, so <laughs> it's fine. I've done you. it. And Have I'm, you? I'm Have you? Yeah. Shut I went, like, my family made me go to church, like Catholic church when I was 16. Shit. I Shut. am confirmed. So what did you have to do? Like, be like, oh, I just, I drank some 2020 MP this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was more like, um... I took a book from my sister's room without asking and I didn't clear the table after dinner. Jesus. I was like 12 or 13. Oh, okay. Right. I was really young. I wasn't doing anything fun at that point. What do they say? Just like you're forgiven. It's like the guy's just like... I cast thee out, <laughs> Solomon. <laughs> it's just like, say 25 Hail Marys and you'll be what? forgiven. And then you go out and you're like, I just say what? Oh my god! Only God will know. The thing that really struck me when she was doing that is, um, and this definitely happens with shows around. My chair is really (laughs) um, around this time. Is this is a this is a show that came out before people started binge watching stuff. Yeah. So now when you watch shows, shows are designed to be watched in a way that's just like you're gonna watch twelve episodes in one uh, in one day, whereas. This isn't one of those. And I feel like Friday Night Lights is a very similar thing as well, which I think is a really similar show to this, but because every episode starts with not just a recap, like an edited recap by the people who make the show, which is outside, lives outside of the show's narratives. That's fine. It's like an avatar. Like every show starts with people telling you what's gone before. So for this, it's Blair going, oh, by the way, Father, all this shit happened in the last episode, of the, just in case you didn't see it, because people are, would have been watching this like week by week. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's the only thing that really struck me for that. But it's kind of what we're doing now, so it's kind of handy. Yeah, so people don't have to anymore, so it's yeah. good. But also, so did she lose her virginity then to Chuck? Yeah. Yes! Oh shit, limo. I know, in the limo! Fuck! But also, why was she like... So this is the next morning, right? Yes. And she's like, and it turns out he's a dog. And I was like... Straight away, like, yeah. You, how, like, what's happened? Did he just drop you home in his limo that you had sex in? Like, yeah, what? It's because the problem. he pulls up and he's like, oh, hey Hi there, then. how's it going? Like, <laughs> that wouldn't happen. Like, even if you're an arsehole, I don't think that you. she would be able to get up. She would know that you're an arsehole early enough that she could go to church. And be like... An empty church as yeah. well, by the way. Um, in her veil that she had especially for the yes, occasion. Yes, she's gone home. <laughs> Changed. Put um, on a special confession veil. But that's mad that he's she's lost her virginity and that was that was it. Yeah. Kind of like that. Uh, I mean, I kind of like this wasn't such like massive. What like, Dan Dan level? Well, yeah. I kind of feel bad for Blair though because she obviously because she's the best put, character. She's the best character, and she put a lot of effort into setting up like at the uh, masquerade ball. She'd done this whole like yeah 
what she thought was romantic but in reality was a bit ridiculous like treasure hunt to find her for yeah. Nate and like but then she- I guess like also we, what we've mentioned in other episodes is she's basically trying to fuck him in to keep the him. upstairs mm, at yeah. every party that she possibly goes to which is a lot of parties man these people go to a lot but I think that was more of the case that she knew that the relationship was kind of like dwindling yeah, yeah. that was like her way of it. trying to keep it and the fact that in this episode she doesn't really seem that bothered about having lost her virginity. Yeah. That's I true. I don't think it was yeah. really about she that. She doesn't regret losing her virginity to Chuck. It's yeah. just she regrets sleeping with someone that wasn't Nate. Which yeah. is mental. Well, I think it's kind of humanizing. Like, uh, she's just kind of like... Interested. You know. It's also quite refreshing for a female character, especially like 10 years ago, to be just like blasé about... So what, I did it? Yeah. Yeah. Not like Buffy who goes on about it for <laughs> so much. Um, but I really like, then it goes from her in this amazing scene where she takes off a veil and puts on his sunglasses. Oh, that's really good, um, isn't it? Which is fantastic. To another, she looks so good. Another scene, fucking Dan and Serena making out in public, this time in a coffee shop. Um, as, as you point out, Annie, a fucking empty coffee shop. <laughs> so they empty, walk into. it's embarrassing. And then all of a sudden, the surprise because Vanessa works is like, you walk into a place, you look directly at the counter, you would go, oh shit, that's my friend Vanessa. They, they probably sat them. Oh god, that annoyed me so much. <laughs> that was really annoying. And then Vanessa being like, so did you guys have sex? Mm. Basically, <laughs> like, what are you doing, Vanessa? Mm. She's stirring shit. Yeah, I don't, I didn't like that at all. Um, but then I really like. Uh, so after that, then we see Chuck driving up a limo that he's. I mean, presumably six hours before this had sex with her in. Um, which that's not enough time to clean a limo. I don't think if you've taken someone's virginity in the back of a limo, feels but, like it needs more. But then Chuck's not cleaning the limo, is he? He's got people for that. What was he just sitting around in a sex limo? No, he probably went to bed. Oh, right, okay. You were saying, oh, it has been cleaned. Okay, right. <laughs> I mean, Chuck's not doing that. He doesn't live not in the limo. <laughs> you don't know. Um, he might live in the limo. But then she says, uh, as a tradition, I'm off to this diamond shop. She has so many traditions, man. This is like eight episodes in. Like, she has a tradition for every single day of the week. Then add on to that birthdays and Christmases and shit like that. Like, so many fucking traditions. Um, so her tradition is going to a shop putting loads of stuff on hold. So diamond then, shop. Diamond shop. So then people can just go over and <laughs> pay for Like a registry, stuff? like a yeah. wedding registry. Yeah. It's like but, an Amazon wish list. But, but in IRL. one shop. Um, and it's all sells, diamonds. The disgusting diamond <laughs> necklaces that we've seen. Uh, then, boom, we cut across to... Uh, m- we see Mrs. Rufus for the first time. See Rufus, what's her name? Alison. Allison. Allison. Yeah. Underwhelming. Yeah. I think you made a really good point, which was like, at the end of the last episode, you're like, holy shit, this is going to be someone super famous. Yeah, they're like, ooh, let's not show her face because it's exciting. But it's not exciting because it's just some blonde woman. Just some lady who looks exactly like Dan the. I I swear she was on the OC. Maybe she's famous in uh, America. I've definitely seen her before. Who was she in the OC? Um, I'm pretty, like, let me look this up because I swear like I recognise her and it's the same maker as the OC isn't it oh yeah it's Josh Schwartz so you think he would be just reusing bullshit Um, I like the fact as well so while you're looking for that they talk about breakfast so much in Dan's house in the Humphrey household in the Humphrey household yeah like they talk about breakfast constantly it's so weird they also have a lot of breakfast traditions 
Like I feel like Waffles. in every episode they've got a different breakfast tradition. It's like yeah. the writers only knew about one concept in human like behavior and it's it tradition. <laughs> it's like, because like I think we talked about it in the brunch episode where they were like, Oh, brunch is this big thing. We're like, brunch is annoying. Yeah. That's what brunch is, motherfuckers. Annie, did you find her? She's on a lot of shit. I really recognize her. Oh, she's not on the OC. I swear Damn. she is. That's probably because she's in so much TV shit. Yeah. She's and like, like playing the, the same role. Yeah. yeah. Then we've got like the, the, the aftermath of the episode before where Nate's dad is in prison or in jail or wherever. Um, and they've all been writing about it. And I think it's like, it's like Archibald impeached. Um, it's on like the headline. Which great is headline, really funny. guys. Great headline. Um, and Blair, fair play to her, looks at her and is like, oh my God, Nate's mom looks so helpless. And when you actually look at the picture, it literally looks like she's doing a shit. <laughs> she's like looking up at the sky and she's got her eyes closed and her teeth clenched. It's like, that is the face of someone who is pooping in the street. Really straining as well. Yeah. Um, Not an easy poo. Uh, and then there's like a really weird scene between Blair and Serena where she they're not talking about the breakup. And I thought it was, which is kind of like debunked later on, because Blair like breaks down. It's like I, the reason I didn't want to tell you is because if I told you, I'd think it was real. I thought she wasn't telling Serena about the breakup because she wants Serena to be like, "Shit, boom, get better, jump on Nate as soon as uh. I can." That's why I thought it was. But later on, she's like, "I don't want to tell you because I feel I feel like that would make it real." But I don't know. I think it's a real shame that, like, literally twelve hours ago, Blair was like. You should go to your dad because he needs you, but I don't. And she was really like badass. And then this morning she's woken up like, oh, Nate, come back to me. Yeah. It's like really like. Just let go for a bit. And also she doesn't need him. She's way better off without him. He was a dick to her. I think we all laughed that when Nate's mum walks into the um, his room and he's listening to like a shitty MP3 player, <laughs> uh, which is some awful mid like 2000s shit guitar rock <laughs> it's like matchbox 20 but like Terrible. really shit um and she walks in she's like talking to him and he can't hear her and stuff like that um but the, the, the thing, I, thing i really don't get about this entire drug thing is one a drug problem is not doing a bit of coke if you're a super high-powered businessman i don't know i'm assuming that's not a massive problem yeah but also why isn't he he, his dad wanted to make Nate Nate's dad wanted to make him do something that he didn't want to do which is go to Dartmouth like yeah. that's been the big thing for the first yeah. bunch of episodes why didn't Nate then go do you know what fine I'll take the rap for your drug problem but I'm not going to Dartmouth motherfucker like I'm gonna use this as leverage against you I thought this is that's where this storyline was going and Nate's just like completely shown how shite he is at business and just <laughs> giving it up straight away I, I really don't think he's that he's smart he's enough to actually yeah. 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 No. I mean no. saying that I didn't even think of that so no I didn't really? think of that either yeah maybe I'm more blue but I was spoon I fed this when I was <laughs> 17 so um, I think it just goes like it's like sort of just like wanders through my brain and then wanders out again like <laughs> I feel like you're paying like real yeah, attention you really, you not, <laughs> I feel like Dave not given enough um, sort of attention to that, but I don't think. Also, I don't think they've given enough attention to the fact that Allison has been cheating on Rufus. Yeah, and also fair play to Dan. I say in this episode when he comes in and everyone's having waffles, yeah. and he's like, "What the fuck is going on? Didn't yeah. you just cheat on Dad?" Yeah, that's and the thing. He's like, like, 
she he says, you think I'm only mad about the cheating? She's like, wait, what else do you mean? About <laughs> doesn't try to deny the fact that she has been cheated on him, even though she says it's only been once. Um, yeah, and uh, he... <laughs> I just think if you can make me feel a bit sad for Dan and be like, yeah, fair play, I'm on Dan's side, you must be a real dick. Yeah. So I, I quite warmed to him this episode. I thought all his points were fair and valid. <laughs> well said. Yeah. <laughs> Except for when he ran to Vanessa and then So like when him and Vanessa were like they'd left the cafe where he'd been all afternoon complaining yeah. about his family and Vanessa in Vanessa like expressed mild discomfort at wanting to hang out with Serena. Vanessa bearing in mind has literally told him two days ago that she's in love with him and he's like oh, why didn't you want to hang out with my girlfriend yeah. it's like yeah. well because I have emotions I think that's the thing like that I really hate about Dan and like my chair did like a really dramatic <laughs> squeak then it's like and I think like men and women in general is there is a tendency in some arsehole men and women to still hang out with and be friends with people even though you know they are only being friends with you because they are completely in love with you. And I feel like that's what Dan's doing with Vanessa. Like, he's stringing her along in this awful yeah. facade that he's just like, yeah, we're best friends. So what? It's like, she, you know that she loves you. She's told you like a million times that she loves you. Stop being a dick, man. Like, you like having her around. Yeah. Just say to her, look, Vanessa's not going to happen. Then I, th- I feel like Vanessa would be like, fine, fuck it, I'm done. But the fact that she keeps, like, he keeps like, asking her and like confiding in her for me I, if I was Vanessa I'd be thinking there's a chance like there's a chance do you know what I mean it was like yeah. the other way around though wasn't it so before Originally, they moved yeah. he right. was in love with her okay she was and I'm assuming that they had the same relationship then yeah and then now he's moved and then she's moved it's like the tables have it's turned different. I don't know like I don't I really don't think he's like I think he probably just thinks oh like that's just the nature of their relationship, and then they yeah. just, he just kind of goes with it. I don't know. But then I guess well, like he should he, be understanding it. Why least. am I defending I him? Yeah. What the I think fuck? people like having that. I've done it before though. Like where <laughs> <laughs> I've done it before, where like I have wanted to be with somebody, but that maybe seemed like a more dangerous prospect than someone who I've kind of also been with, where it's easier which is a shit thing to do but like you'd be like you know what i don't care about you in the same way that i care about this other person but you understand stuff that this other person does and stuff like that like it's a real shitty thing to do but i mean like i kind of understand that he would confide in vanessa with like his family problems because like if you just kind of start dating someone it's not like him and serena have been together like years Mm. no it's like if you kind of first start dating someone like of course you're gonna like tell your best friends yeah. like you're really old and he also needs someone friend. to talk to about and he, he has literally have any friends. no friends yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I saw a but thing no. today and we watched it at work where it was basically like a bunch of people were watching in the office and um, like two people were like oh my god this is one of the saddest things and they were like crying and stuff it was fucking a what first dates clip oh. you know first dates <laughs> what, for the, the show program? yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so this, if you don't know what First Dates is, First Dates is a show where a bunch of people go and have First Dates and they let a camera film them. Like they um, eat food in front of another human of and the entire nation. Yeah. On and camera. they're fine with it. Um, but it's um, one of the clips anyway that they've cut out has gone viral and it's a guy who's a lovely guy and he has children and he lost his <gasps> it's the wife. Guy with the beard. It's the guy with the massive beard, yeah. And right, bear in mind, it's a first date. 
right? No matter what I say that comes after this sentence, this sentence in a bit, it's a first date. In the first two sentences that he's talking to the woman, he lets slip. Well, he just tells her that he had um, a wife who died of cancer. And it's the first date. And everyone is like going, oh my God, that guy's amazing. He's so brilliant. It's like, obviously, that guy's been so through stuff I couldn't even like dream of going through. But a part of me and the part that I said was, was like, dude, it's the first date. Like, just say, just talk about fucking Mad Men or Breaking Bad. Be like, y'all see that new Love Island? <laughs> like, why are you telling them that on a first date? What was I the also, context, though? Like, th- there was no context. He literally sat down and he, he was He literally like, says, like, oh, they have a drink. And he goes, oh, yeah, by the way, I should probably tell you um, my wife died. And it was like this, blah, 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 blah. And then he just starts talking about it. And everyone's like, oh, this guy's amazing. You should." I was like, not on a first date, man. Yeah, Come I on. did also think, because I watched that episode and I did think, I think it's okay for him to tell her that his wife died and that he has kids. And it was difficult. But he went into a lot of detail. And I was just like, maybe stop. I feel like I would keep that. I keep it in the bank. Yeah, save it. But also, if you don't <laughs> tell someone that, no, really. If you don't tell someone, <laughs> the that, trump babe, card. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in the middle of an uh, argument, yeah, your I'm first like the argument. You'd be like, well, you're gonna end with me. Guess what, motherfucker? <laughs> you're stuck with me because my wife died. Um, I, I, I feel like that's not something that I would let go on the first. Maybe day. he's no. just maybe he's not over it. Well, he obviously he is. Really yeah, wasn't. and like he just. But I think that's what Dan's doing. Like he, you know, <laughs> it's he. It's not the same. He, he, it's really not the same. We're giving really Dan way too much credit. <laughs> it's really not the same, but it's it's very similar. Where you're saying like you know he doesn't want to talk to Serena about this because. I feel really sorry for this guy now because we're like equating this like actual real life heartache and trauma to Serena and Dan Um, fictional bullshit but I I, I guess I can't I don't know though (laughs) I think if I was seeing someone and we we were quite serious like they're quite serious they're like together yeah and then like he turned up with his girl that he used to be in love with and she's like oh, I think that's a kind of what? shitty she thing to do she doesn't know about your mum coming back I'd be like what the fuck I think that's a really shitty thing to do yeah especially after you've like absolutely been hammered by her at uh, Guitar Hero which you said what did you say that uh, yeah, apparently, according to IMDb, they included this whole scene where um, Serena's amazing at Guitar Hero at Blair's birthday party, which seems like really not a Blair birthday party thing to have. Uh, but apparently they included it because Blake Lively's amazing at Guitar Hero. Really? I think that's awesome. According to IMDb's trivia section. And to be fair, like, you know, I, my day job is working in video games and I've seen a lot of TV shows where it doesn't look like someone is playing video games at all. She looked like she was genuinely playing that, but also genuinely cared about it, which I think is quite good. I love that. Like they sat down. Amazing actress. Mm, (laughs) No, I think like she actually pressed the buttons at the same time that they were going on screen, which I think is pretty good. Like that's, I think that's pretty. I love that when she's just like, "Hey guys, I've got this idea. I'm like really good at guitar hero. I'd really love to showcase this talent." And it's Blake Lively. They're like, "We've got just a thing." Blair's birthday. I played Guitar Hero against Paddy Considine once at a music festival. <gasps> I love Paddy And I absolutely kicked his ass. Of course you did. Um, we were in the Benacassim Festival in Spain and we saw that there was Guitar Hero there and I was there with a bunch of people I used to live with who play Guitar Hero together all the time. It was like, this is good play. Like, just drunk uh, on vodka and a uh, bit of lemon. We were like, let's go do this. And got into the queue and then behind us, Paddy Considine was like, it's like queuing bus. I was like, I'm going to find you, but is that Paddy Considine? <laughs> 
And like two of were like, that's oh, absolutely him. So like, I'm like, let's just say hello to him. It's fine. It's cool to say hello. Is it cool to say hello? Let's not say hello. Nah, let's say hello. So like, as we get to the front of the queue, I was like, hey man, sorry, I have to say like, I fucking love Dead Man Shoes. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, what film? Start talking. And Did I, you go, bah. <laughs> Essentially, I think. Um, and then he was like, so uh, he was like, have you guys played before? And I said, no, 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 I never played. He's like, oh, I, he said, I'm really good. I was like, well, let me play you then. It'd be good. And we played uh, Beastie Boys track. It might have been Sabotage, I think, which is on, yeah, I think it is on the there. third Guitar Hero. And I absolutely fucking spanked him. Because uh, you had played it before. Because I had played it before. You so lied I lulled, to Paddy I lulled him into a false You hustled him. Yeah, I hustled him. I've never played it. Oh, I love Paddy Considine. You should play DJ Hero. Oh my god, I played I went to the launch of that. Were Did you at that? No, that was before my time, man. Mark Ronson was DJing and he ordered yeah. a pizza to literally behind the decks. <laughs> <laughs> Great days. Amazing. It was in Shoreditch. Um, and Pizza East. What else happened in this? Uh here we go. Well, we found out the name of the doll. What was it? Cedric. Cedric. Cedric's the name of the doll. Uh-huh. The cabbage pad. Cabbage Patch Kid. Oh, also, I'm giving points to Dan this episode because when he's talking to his mom, yeah. he brings up the date rape thing with Jenny. And I'm like, yes. finally, someone oh, who's not... Well, because he's like, you haven't been here, blah, blah, blah. Like, date rape, da, da, da. Like, Jenny's been going through shit. And do you know what? That's I think the first time someone has brought up that incident and not brushed it under the table and actually has brought it up as like yeah. a right, specific yeah, issue. Yeah. And I was like, fair play. Yeah. Agreed. Points. It's interesting as well because later on, I think it's all just before that, Chuck's bet with Blair. And it's like, um, Blair's always going, Blair's going on about basically like Nate's always calls me at midnight on my birthday, which is weird because I would assume that if they've been together for that long, he must have been with her at some point yeah. on her birthday. But he makes a bet with her, which is if he doesn't call you, we get to fuck. <laughs> And like for a bit, for a bit, she's kind of like hesitant to it. And she's like, "Don't be so ridiculous." And then he's like, "No, seriously, let's just do that." And then she just gives in, goes, "Yeah, all right, let's just do that." It's like, what a mad bet, stupid bet. It's like absolutely mad bet that I don't like at all. I remember Um, the bit when um, there's a bit when uh, Nate goes round to uh, Chuck's hotel room and Chuck doesn't want to let him in, and then he pretends that he was like gonna let him in all along. Yeah, and then. Nate comes in and he's like, it's my mum. And Chuck goes, ooh, sounds Freudian. <laughs> <laughs> That's also the scene where Chuck says, there's only three things I care about in this yes. world. And like, it's kind of like a Scarface bit where he's like, there's only two things I care about, my word and my balls. And like, But instead Chuck says, there's only three things I care about, money, stuff money can get you, and you, Nate. That's really <laughs> like, creepy. What? That's Aww. the three things, man. Like, out of everything. Um, and then it gets to midnight. Nate doesn't call her because he's off with Jenny, just walking about. And uh, Blair surprises her with a cake. <laughs> no, no Serena. Serena surprises Blair with a cake. She said, make a wish. And Blair says, it already did come true. Because her she wish was for Nate. I counted how many candles there were. There were eight. Yeah. Oh, she's only eight years old. <laughs> She looks, but she's I think this, this episode is called 17 Candles. So presumably she's 17. We would today. assume so. Um, yeah. And then Gossip Girl just makes one of the... Like, again, just like laboured puns. Where she's just like, uh, someone's saving her from her just desserts. And it's like, just shut mm. up, Gossip Girl. Gossip Stop talking girl. so shit all the time. 
Um, and then you see Nate and Jenny getting gossip girled because there's a girl with a camera phone, takes an awesome picture of them hugging. But it's the back of Jenny's head, so it's it a is mystery blonde. You actually don't know who it is, um, which is really good. Which also, throughout all of this, and there's a couple of other things that happen, but I think it's fine not to mention because I like I've got Rufus and Mrs. Rufus gross candle sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the living room. Yeah, I've got how much I actually um, f- like genuinely feel sorry for Blair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like Serena yeah. accepting the fact that Vanessa is his best friend, which I don't get that at all. I feel like he's a prick. But out of all this, Gossip Girl has been very, very quiet. And in a lot of the stuff that's happened, it's like it's been big stuff as well. So, like Chuck going off with Blair, all this stuff happening, and the only time that Gossip Girl is not there is when it's anything to do with Blair and anything to do with Chuck. So one Ooh. of those, all them together, because we I don't know why they're so close because they're very close. And it seems like they've got like a, a mutual respect for each other, even though they kind of dislike each other. Yeah. It must be that both of them that are Gossip Girl. Ooh. That's what I think. So last um, week you thought it was just Blair, and this week you think... It's Chuck Am. It's no, Chuck but I've always... I said Chuck from the beginning. I said Chuck like day one. It was I Jenny. You Jenny. Said Jenny day yeah, one. Yeah, Jenny and Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> I said Jenny, and if not Jenny, Chuck. You're just um, covering all your bases. You're like, from day one, I said it was Jenny, To be Chuck, fair, there is only like Blair, six Serena, of them in the show. Um, but yeah, that's that's where I am at the moment. Okay. Uh, but, but I mean, Jenny is... Uh, she was my favourite character at the beginning. I'm starting to really lose interest in her whatsoever. She's, She's 14. Yeah. It's like anytime anyone has She's a meaningful... She's Humphrey, though, isn't she? If they like, have she a mean- it's in her genes to be fucking boring. <laughs> if you have a meaningful conversation with Nate, you're automatically boring. Yeah. And she's You guys are hate... Like, I know I hate on Nate, but I really warmed to everyone this episode. I... I didn't like the last one, and this one, I really thought everyone was, like, really, like, logical and, like, I warmed to Dan a little bit. And I... And, you know, I feel bad for Nate, because I out of every single main character, he's going through the most intense He's got a lot of stuff going on, man. <laughs> like, his dad's on the front page with his mom, and he's getting... Like, <laughs> we don't know what paper that I know. Like, literally, like, the Gossip Girl newspaper. We don't know. <laughs> um, but that's what I'm... Like, I think, yeah. like, you know, he's 16, 17, and yeah. he's going through, like, drama. Yeah. I wish it was anybody except for that actor. Yeah, like I wish it was someone, anyone else, because he is fucking awful. He's got such sparkly eyes. That's I think that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Give me somebody else. That was episode 817 Candles. Hope you liked it. If you did, then definitely subscribe to the podcast. And why not pop a little rating and review on iTunes? It takes seconds and it really does help us out. If you want to get in touch with the podcast, we're on Twitter at Gossip Girl Pod. And you can email us gossipgirlpod at gmail.com. How much is too much to share on a first date? What's your go-to Guitar Hero track? Let us know. If you're watching along, the next episode is episode 9, Blair Waldorf Must Pie, which is all about Thanksgiving, something as a two-thirds British podcast we have no fucking clue about. <laughs>